right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning into the Respectfully Selfish podcast. As always, I am your host, Ben Myers, and we got a special edition today. I'm actually recording one of my YouTube videos for my first, well, this be this podcast. Um, so that's kind of cool. That's exciting. Uh, so as we kind of get going here, if kind of seem, kind of seems a little out of sync or whatever, that's probably because I'm trying to get used to staring a camera dead in the face and realizing that no one else is in the room watching me. So as we get this thing started, just understand that I am recording a YouTube video. <laughs> um, all right. So as, as we're getting started here, what I want to do is I kind of want to review one thing that's really important is understand that I'm not a therapist or a licensed counselor. Um, this is all just stuff that I've gone through in my life. So respectfully selfish is just my mindset that I've kind of created over the years because I felt like I was more of a victim to the circumstances than I was kind of proactively taking action. So respectfully selfish is my proactive action to kind of all the circumstances I felt that I was being exposed to. So please know that kind of what I say and what I am doing is strictly just my mindset. Um, it's not from therapists or counselors or anything like that. Okay. Uh, so with that being said, moving on, well, let's review a little bit of what we talked about with perspective, which was last week's episode and how important that really is. I hope you guys were able to kind of take a step back and look at how important perspective is in your lives and how you could have maybe been able to kind of either change things or just change the way you think about things because it's a, it has an incredible power to be able to you know, look at something and feel like a victim and then all of a sudden switch around and maybe look at it as it as it as like a learning experience or how you can do something different. Or maybe next time something comes around, you might say or do something a little bit different. So perspective is really just that. And my experiences with the perspective is going to be completely different from other people's. So do understand that and take that with a grain of salt. Um, my experiences are not the same as other people's. And this week's episode actually was inspired by a good friend of mine. Uh, his name's Steve Guzman, and it was just a Facebook post. Um, it was about learning to accept your past. And if you guys don't know Steve, he's an awesome guy. Um, he actually was trying to get me to work with him in his business. Um, he can help you guys save so much money on your electric bill and everything like that. So if that's something you are interested, please um, reach out to Steve Guzman. He's, like I said, a really good friend of mine, an awesome dude, and he'll be willing to help you with anything. So... Um, Steve, thanks for the, thanks for the inspiration here. And with that being said, let's get this thing started. Um, like I said, so accepting your past is this week's episode and why I think it's so crucial that you are able to accept your past is because let's be honest, we've all done or said things in our past that we absolutely regret, right? Whether it be cheating on somebody, cheating on a test, or you know, saying or doing a certain thing to someone that you just wouldn't typically do, and maybe it was just a little out of character for you. Understand that we're all the same in that regard. We've all done this. Um, if you're a person of faith, you've absolutely broken a commandment here or there, um, and we don't judge you for that, or I don't judge you for that. I can't speak for other people. Um, understanding that, you know. We all share that same thing. We all share those regrets. And to bash people for them, it, it's it's really unfair. And it's almost like a projection of yourself onto other people because you haven't accepted your past yet, right? Um, covering up who we really are only hurts ourselves. So, you know, maybe we have done something we regret in our lives and we continue just, you know, try to block it out. We don't accept it. So what we do is we try to forget about it. But you know what's funny thing about our past is it always rears its head at the worst possible moments, you know? So 
whether it's something like I said, you cheated on somebody, cheated on a test and got caught. Um, you don't have to lie to yourself about this. This is about your journey. This is about your past. This isn't anybody else's book to judge. This is, you know, this is the story of your life. So un- isn't that a One Direction song, Story of Your Life? Um, so understand that. You don't have to keep covering up who you are and lying to yourself because down the road, you know, it's going to get really messy when you need to be somebody in a really, really hard, hard time and you haven't been able to, you know, grieve or accept your past um, for the things you've done. Um, because sooner or later, we're going to need to face that music. Sooner or later, like I said, it's going to rear its face and we're going to have to deal with it head on. And in my experience, I find earlier in that process is much easier because you didn't have that buffer time where you're pretending that it didn't happen. So it's almost having to relive it twice. And you don't want to have to do that. You don't want to have to relive that terrible moment or those terrible moments um, over and over again. It's just not fair to yourself. So what I like to do is, you know, right at the beginning and right when it's happening is face that music head on and understand that I hate the feeling that I get from whatever it is just happened because I've noticed that it's usually a very similar feeling no matter when I do something wrong. It doesn't matter what it is. It's usually the magnitude of how I feel that. So it's usually this pit in my stomach. I feel like, you know, I am the worst person to walk the face of the earth and that no one will ever forgive me or understand. And I realize that it's just a feeling and everyone has felt this. I've, I'm certainly not the first person to do something stupid and dumb or say something stupid and dumb. Um, I'm just doing it more on a public platform now um, for anyone that's willing to listen to my stupidity, honestly. So if we never accept our past, how are we going to grow from that? If we're you know constantly covering up all those stupid things we did, we're going to continue to do those stupid things. And you know what? It's not saying you have to be perfect after the first time you know you do something, but what you have to do is learn how to grow from it. Learn how to you know look it in the eye, look yourself in the eye, and say, "I don't enjoy feeling like this," and I am the only person that can prevent that. Um, it's not somebody else. It's not some podcast or YouTube video you're watching or listening to. It starts with you. Um, you can project it onto other people, um, but it all starts with accepting what you've done and you know where your journey started and where you want it to end. So moving on here, who are you really hiding your past from? Is it, you know, yourself? Is it your family? Is it your loved ones? Um, even your friends? Because I find we usually project our insecurities from our past onto others because we're too ashamed to accept ourselves for what we've done or said. And I think we kind of touched on that in the previous kind of talking points is I know I've certainly projected myself onto other people because you know, I don't want to either see them do the same things I've done or I don't want the same things done to me that I've done to other people. And I think that's the big one is we get so upset with ourselves is we don't want what we did to other people to happen to us. And we try to protect that at all costs. And you got to let people be people and let them make mistakes too. And you can't project the things you've done onto other people because one, that's not fair to them. And two, you're not being your true self. You're coming across as someone you're absolutely not. I'd rather talk to the person that owned up to it, um, was absolutely honest with me up front. And I want to get to know the person for who they are, not who they want to project themselves as being. And also hiding or being ashamed of ourselves will only haunt us if we don't come to peace with it. 
Um, so, like I said, you keep moving forward from things that you've done and things that you might not want to talk about. But if you don't come to peace with that, you're constantly hiding from people. You're constantly hiding from yourself. I've, I've had more than enough experiences than I'd like to share uh, looking myself in the mirror and being like, are you kidding me? I know I was raised better than this. I know I was taught not to say or do these things, but here I am, you know, here I am again. Um, and I, that's where I started with the respectfully selfish idea was because I, I got so sick of looking at myself and hating who was looking back in the mirror. Um, I was just like, this isn't who I was raised to be. And all of a sudden that guilt becomes projected onto my mom, my dad, my sister, um, my girlfriend, everything. It just becomes this facade of someone I'm not accepting. I am, you know, I, I'm totally okay with messing up now. I actually enjoy it because it lets me know I don't want to do that again in the future. Uh, a big thing for me is when I am thinking like, who am I really asking or who am I really hiding my past from? I have to ask myself, why am I hiding these things from myself and others? Uh, I don't have to be an open book, but I choose to be. I understand some people might listen to this podcast or watch this video and think to themselves like, why do you put all this stuff out there about yourself? It's because one thing is, I'll be honest, I don't want any skeletons in my closet. I don't want people to, you know, to listen to me and hear my my mindset of respectfully selfish. And then all of a sudden someone come out and be like, uh, do you remember this thing you did 12 years ago in college and be like, Oh damn, I don't want people to know that. Um, no, I am an open book. I will let anybody know what has happened in my life and how I've overcome it or how I'm still trying to overcome it. Um, that's my path. But when you ask yourself why you're hiding it, understand you don't have to be an open book with people. You can pick and choose the information you do want to share with certain people but you don't have to hide it from yourself because like I said, coming to peace with your past is the only way you can continue to grow and move forward. Um, by pretending it never happened, you're going to continue to grow and become a different person, but you're never going to stop. You're never going to stop pretending. And that is, that. is that's what scared me the most was stopping pretending was the first step into becoming, you know, who I want to be. And I'm not there yet. And I think we're all trying to, you know, get to a certain goal. And like I mentioned in other podcasts, there's no finish line and there's no judges, but we want to know we're working towards something. So like I said, ask yourself, who are you really hiding your past from? All right. And also what happens when we embrace our past? So there's a difference of, you know, accepting and embracing. Um, so when I embrace I know I start to recognize myself again. And for everyone out there listening, you have to understand by embracing and recognize yourself, you're going to embrace the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's just not a great film I'm trying to reference. The good, bad, and the ugly of yourself is something you have to come to terms with. You can't just only pick and choose to see the good in yourself or for a lot of us, only pick and choose to see the bad in ourselves. I know for me, excuse me, we look at ourselves and sometimes we're our toughest critic. I know I am. I know, you know, people can tell me I've helped them so much. I've done this and I've done that. I've helped people, you know, seek help, but I'm only going to, you know, realize or focus on the stuff that I, I'm not doing well, the things that people say I, I should work on. And I don't often give myself the credit 
and that's because I only liked, I only am kind of trained myself to see the bad and grow from it. So when you embrace the good, the bad and the ugly, you have to learn to almost revel in the good. You have to pat yourself on the back and be your biggest fan because if you don't, you can't expect other people to be your biggest fan. That's It's just tough. Um, we all, like I said, have come up from different upbringings and different environments and a different economy maybe, you know, depending on our ages. You have to know how to pat yourself on the back and give yourself a round of applause because not there's days that other people just won't do it. Other people just want to drag you down. Other people want to bring up your past and, you know, kind of make you feel guilty for it. And I'm going to touch on it. Those people make it easy to filter out who you want in your life. Uh, what else happens when we embrace our past? We we learn. We we learn over and over. We're just dogs. We're, we are classically conditioned to react certain ways. And by embracing the past, we've talked about earlier in this episode, is if something makes you feel bad, you don't want to do it again. So that's why you have to understand and feel those bad feelings and emotions because they're the only things that are going to prevent you from doing things in the future. Just like you have to recognize and realize the good things. And learning from your past isn't just, you know, dwelling all that bad stuff that happened to you and all the bad stuff you've either done or said to somebody or people. Look back and learn from the good things you've done in your past, the things that have made you feel happy, the things that, you know, make you feel alive and want to keep moving forward because you learn from those things too. You chase that feeling. Um, your past can be like a personal drug. You look back and I know me, like I look back on, you know, my sports memories and stuff like that. And when I'm out playing basketball or whatever, I'm out there and I'm like, you know, I'm reliving my middle school or high school career because it makes me feel good. Like, I don't have to like justify it to anybody. Like I, that, that gets me through working out, you know, that that's something I chase. So it's not all bad stuff. You have to re remember about your past. It can be all the good stuff too. Um, and that actually brings me to my segment, getting selfish with Ben. And I'm actually going to use a personal, a personal uh, example for this one, because it was really tough for me. And I only told a select group of people and for good reasons, because it was my, you know, it was personal information. Um, so, when I first moved down to Florida here with my girlfriend, a couple months went by and, you know, I've been searching for jobs and, you know, I was actually studying to get my um, insurance license exam and I've never met a bigger animal lover than my girlfriend. Um, I have a direct quote from last night. She goes, thank you for taking me to the zoo. Um, I know you don't love it as much as I do. And I had to look her dead in the eye and say, Cassandra, I promise you there is not an individual on the face of this planet that loves the zoo as much as you do. Um, so with her being like an animal lover, the first thing I want to do when we were down here is like, let's get a puppy. Let's get a dog together and stuff like that. You know, I'm going to be home. I'm going to be, you know, studying to get this exam or this license and I'll be able to train it, take care of it. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I wasn't. And this is why I'm bringing it up is because I have to learn from my past and I hadn't, we ended up having to give the puppy back after I think it was a week or a week and a half. And once we got that puppy, I fell into this rut of it was all falling on me and I was trying to train it. I wasn't able to study because I was following this dog anywhere it went. I, 
I don't know what it was. I, I, I wanted to make sure it didn't, you know, go to the bathroom in the apartment. I wanted to make sure I was taking it out and I was reinforcing it with treats as much as I could. Um, I was trying to reinforce all the good behavior while ignoring the bad behavior. Uh, my psychology degree was absolutely, you know, rattling around in my head. And I think it was almost for the worst. I've watched countless YouTube videos because I wanted to be, you know, as knowledgeable as I could for this. Um, but what it came down to was I fell into, like I said, a, a, not just a rut. I was miserable. Um, it doesn't mean I hate puppies. It doesn't mean anything like that. It was just this time in my life. I, it just was very bad timing. And so getting selfish part was, I have to tell you the story is when we gave it back, I was standing in a puppy rescue a six foot three, 230 pound, big bearded man. And I was bawling my eyes out in the lobby. Um, and like I said, it's not, this is all the good. This is the bad. This is certainly the ugly is I was talking to like 19, 20 year old, you know, volunteer workers at this place. And I couldn't get a word out because it was breaking my heart so much that I had to give a puppy back because I made that choice to get it, you know, and it was a two way street. We, we talked about it. Um, and we both decided, you know, let's get it. But ultimately it was on me because she would adopt seven puppies right now if we could. Um, so it really came down to me and going back on my word has been something I've worked on for a very long time and watching, you know, especially I spent 24 hours a day with this puppy and trying to train it and get to know. And it was either me or the puppy at that point. I was not I was in a very bad place mentally and it was taking a toll on my relationship, um, my mental health, my physical health. And like I said, I got this puppy to make somebody else more specifically my girlfriend happy. Um, and I just wasn't in the right headspace to get an eight week old puppy. So what happened was, is I had to learn from my past and my, and what I learned from it, what I learned from, you know, standing in front of five maybe 19, 20 year old volunteer workers at this puppy rescue and bawling my eyes out was I need to be more, um, careful when I make these decisions, I need to be, you know, more communicative. I need to be honest. So that's the number one thing I learned is if I could talk to people or, you know, if this was somebody else, I would tell them, make sure you're being honest, not only with the person that, you know, you're looking to get a puppy with, but whatever, even if it's not getting a puppy, make sure when you're making a decision that you are being truthful to yourself, no matter how difficult that conversation is with yourself or with the other person, because if you're not absolutely honest, there are repercussions that follow. Uh, mine was having to give up a, a puppy and I'm talking, this thing was cute as hell. Um, it's even tough to talk about because this thing was, it was so cute. And what I had to do was live up to it and my girlfriend offered to take it back for me, but I said, no, this was a decision I made. I'm going to, you know, live with my consequences. And that's something I greatly encourage everyone to do is take ownership of the decisions you make and live in your consequences because when they're bad, you'll never want to do it again. And when they're good, that's the feeling you'll chase. Um, so that's the number one thing I learned from my past is now we, um, we got a kitten instead, you know, a little bit less, a little bit less, uh, managerial work on my end here while I'm trying to get some things off the ground. Uh, and it's cute as hell. 
and I'm, I'm in love with it and it's so cool i'm so happy that it's happened and what i was able to do is look at like the whole situation that happened and i was able to forgive myself but i will never forget how it made me feel so now i'm so appreciative of the position i'm in i'm so appreciative of you know being in the right headspace being in the right time to you know now have a, a little baby kitten um, if you guys have any suggestions on a baby kitten's name uh, for a, a male baby kitten, definitely send me a message. I would love to hear it. I'll probably post a picture of it because the thing's cute as hell. So you give a look at it and uh, tell me what you guys think. But that's the big thing I took from this is I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen it on like a quote card or anything like that. But forgive yourself, but don't forget how the things made you feel. And, that, and that's huge for me. So um that's really it with this episode, guys. I'm so happy that you guys were able to tune in. I hope you guys were able to take something away from it. I still don't have a sign-off for this thing, so um, I might take one from Mr. Rogers and just say, you know, thanks for stopping by. It's been it's been a fun little chat we've been having here, and after 11 episodes, I am so excited to keep on going. So keep all the DMs, the text messages coming. Um, big news coming with my other side business here, the Rusty Tap. Um, pictures and stuff to follow. Uh, I think you guys will be really cool. I'm going to try to make it on my YouTube um, with that too. So you guys can kind of see the progression of what we're doing. So guys, once again, thank you for stopping by. I love everybody here that's been reaching out to me and I hope you guys have a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful rest of your week. All right, guys, take care. Bye. Oh